it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Well, it's that time of the week again. This is Scott Sullivan, your host with Sales with Sully. You know it's the show every week that we do that helps to make you a better sales professional, and this week is no exception. This week's episode is Rise and Shine, and let's kickstart your day. Wow, we have just come off of a huge series where we talked about uh, marketing and planning a giant event. In this particular case, we talked about the march to SPI, and now we're back into our normal routine, which is get your butt up out of bed and let's get started. As most of you know, I try really hard to not be too controversial, so some of the things that I'm going to tell you today are the expressed opinion of the host and not of the station. That's my disclaimer, you know how that goes. (laughs) Just a little, little humor there for you on the on a podcast Tuesday. Where are we in Rise and Shine and Kickstart Your Day? As most of you know, being longtime listeners to Sales with Sully and subscribers to my newsletter where you can find me at Sales with Sully on Twitter, most of you know that I am really big into planning. I believe that for every hour in planning, you actually gain two hours in executions. This is really no different. It's a little bit about planning planning, but it's a lot about how you manage your attitude and the things that get you started during the course of the day. We start with the night before as you're getting ready to go to bed and the things that you do and the routines that you get into. I mean, we all have the same routines, right? You get up, you go brush your teeth, uh, wash your face, whatever that happens to be right before bedtime. You turn down the bed a certain way, you fluff the pillows a certain way, maybe you have a favorite dog or a cat that's sleeping with you, whatever it happens to be. Then try and get a, a good night's sleep sometime during the course of the night. You wake up, you might have to go to the restroom, there might be some other thing, you might need a drink of water, whatever it happens to be. What do some of us do? Unfortunately, some of us look at that little blue screen that's laying on our nightstand that we call our cell phone. You roll up out of bed, it's two in the morning or it's 3.30, whatever time it is, you have a few minutes that you need to go to the restroom, but instead of going right straight back to sleep, the curiosity takes over. We turn over that little phone, that bright light hits us, and what do we do? We check email, we might check our social media status, there might be a million things we do, and then what does that do to your brain, fully engaged and ready to go? I like to call that little phone chaos in a box. So here's my tips and tricks and advice for all of the listeners at Sales with Sully this week. Now, what I'm going to tell you is not going to be easy. And I'm going to tell you that I struggled with it myself and that I have finally overcome. But I definitely want to encourage you because it did change the quality of my life. So here we are, rise and shine and kickstart your day. I will tell you that I like to get up in the morning And I like to have, in my particular case, I drink a cup of coffee. Some people have tea. Some people have a, you know, some type of soda or orange juice or whatever it happens to be. And then they enjoy a, you know, 
some people read the newspaper, some people look at their iPad, their phone, whatever it happens to be, and gets their day started. So here are my rules for getting up and kickstarting my day. One, I do not look at my email first thing in the morning. I do not look at my phone at any time during the night when I go to bed. I charge my phone, now listen to this, this is really controversial, but I'm gonna do it. I charge my phone on silent in a different room. I have a room, I do not put it at my nightstand. I don't put it on a hard surface where I can hear it vibrate. I actually silence my phone and I put it in a different room and I plug it in. Now, the first thing when I tell people this, the very first thing they say is, oh, I can't do that. What if there's an emergency in the middle of the night? What if my family needs me? And there's a million and one excuses. I don't have a landline. I got rid of my landline, so I use my cell phone for everything. I am telling you right now, there is technology built into your phone that you can handle that. I have a VIP list of family members that even if my phone is everything but turned off, if it's on do not disturb, if it's on silent, if it's on vibrate, I have family members that uh, my phone knows it's them calling and it overrides and it rings. So from time to time when I'm in a meeting and my phone actually rings, then I know immediately, absolutely immediately, it's one of like five people in my life because those are my family members that I have set to a certain ring with VIP status. If you have an iPhone, it's real simple to do. I'm not, a I'm not up on all the Android settings, but an iPhone gives that capability extremely easily. You can also have two or three levels of VIP where it'll vibrate or it can uh, ring with a certain ringtone so that you know who it is. It just makes it a little more confusing as you don't want to get too many of them because when you do have your phone on, on vibrate or on silent when you're in a movie, in a movie, yes, well, if you happen to be in a movie, that also works too. But if you happen to be in a meeting, then it will also ring. But if you're in the movies, it'll ring too, so be careful. <laughs> Those things do happen. And the re I guess my subliminal mind was telling me that because it has happened to me where a family member has called when I'm in the movies and my phone does ring, even though it's on silent and the even the movie theater tells you to silence your cell phone. <laughs> so uh, anyway, back to the topics. So rise and shine and kickstart your day. The way I start that is I start the night before. I make sure that right before... Uh, I, I go to bed, I check whatever needs to be done, uh, whatever is like pressing or, or gnawing at me or anything else, I send those last few emails. And here's the secret. I have learned this from some of our other show hosts, and I've learned it from some really, really uh, experienced scientists. Take that last hour of the evening and get off the screen. Get away from the blue screen. Do not do anything for 35 to 55 minutes prior to actually going to bed and closing your eyes. You will sleep better and your mind will be in a better place to get ready for sleep. So take a minute, look at your phone, get all those last final emails, check those text messages, whatever it happens to be. Then go put your phone in another room plug it in for charging, and forget about it. 
then you don't have to worry about those last minute uh, emails that come in. So here's, here's the scenario. If you keep your phone close by with you in the middle of the night, or if you uh, look at it right before you go to bed, a couple of things can happen. First, wouldn't it be awful if you get that last minute email from one of your European colleagues or somebody maybe in Asia or you know it's in the middle of their work day and they send out an email to you that says uh, we've got a crisis going on and I've got to get this taken care of. So your mind now goes into work mode and it is running rampant and you are in a total work mode you know 15 or 20 minutes before you go to bed and how are you possibly going to shut that off and get you know a good night's sleep so then the the belief system is or what i will what i think i will do is oh i'll just jump in i'll wade in here and i'll help solve this problem and then i'll be able to sleep better well we all know that everything takes longer than we plan and it costs more than we expect so those are the two things that you can just count on so now you're wading in neck deep into an issue that's happening in asia and as soon as it's time for him or her, your colleague, to go home, they're gone and you're still worrying about that problem and it's now four in the morning. And how many times have you looked at the clock and said, well, if I could just go to sleep right now, I'd still get three hours. If I could go to sleep right now, I'd still get two and a half hours. If I could be asleep right now, I'd still get two hours of sleep. <laughs> We've all done that. We've all looked at that clock and seen it from every hour all the way through the night at some point or another. And if you haven't, uh, I applaud you. That's fantastic. I, I, wish, I wish I could say that, but that's not one of those, those things that I can brag about. So first thing, get your phone out of your hand when you can, an hour, preferably an hour before you go to bed, but at least 30, 35 minutes prior to going to bed, get that phone, put it in another room, plug it in and get the charging going and make sure it's on silent. Now you can actually go to sleep and get a good night's sleep. The second thing is do not and I mean this, do not go in that other room in the middle of the night if you happen to wake up or even if your brain is saying, oh, I've got to go solve that problem or I think there was somebody on the uh, sending me an email or I wonder if I got that big order or any of those things. You have to train yourself to not go in the other room, turn on that phone, turn it over and actually see that blue light come on. We are so conditioned, just like Pavlov's dogs, we're so conditioned to that, that buzz, that beep, that vibration, that ring, whatever it is that your phone does to you, we have got that uh, brain uh, serotonin and, and all those levels that are firing off with all those hormones that as soon as that phone makes that sound or makes that vibration, we immediately, you know, like a Pavlov's dog, have to reach for it. So that's hard to break that. And I'm not saying it's easy. And I'm also going to tell you that I was one that was very guilty of that. I used to sleep with my phone on my nightstand and it would vibrate when it would ring three or four or five times before it would go to voicemail. And a lot of times I would roll over and see who it is because it's like, oh, if it's something super important, I need to talk to him, even though it's two in the morning. It's really, really, really difficult. And I'm not saying that it's not, I'm just saying is that we have to start training our brain to not worry about it. Now, what happens? 
Here we go again. I want to I want to bring it back around full circle. Your alarm goes off. Well, a lot of people say, "Well, I use my I use my phone for my alarm." Okay, that's probably true, but if you do that, you're now you are making an excuse why your uh, phone has to be on your nightstand. On Amazon right now, I want you to go on Amazon and I want you to type in the word alarm clock and I bet you any amount of money you can buy a really, really nice alarm clock either that runs on batteries or is plugs in that's fully digital. It'll have multiple uh, settings, all kinds of cool things and I bet you can do get one for less than $10. Believe me when I tell you that that $10 will be the best money you've ever spent. I bought a really nice little uh, alarm clock with a soothing wake-up routine and it, it brightens up the light, does all kinds of other things for you, and it was less than $20. So you do not have to have your phone as your alarm. Some people say that when they travel, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, maybe when you travel, that's a little different. If you are just in your normal bed, in your normal office going to work all the things that you normally do then i suggest that you prepare yourself for the day how many times have we rolled out of bed and you know threw on our clothes grabbed a quick shower threw on our clothes and rushed out the door to get to the office that makes it really tough on your whole body and your whole day you know changes if you forget your wallet if you forget something else that's critical you have to go back and get it or you decide to just go without it that day those are the things that routine helps so set your alarm for 15 or 20 minutes earlier than you normally would don't look at your phone in first thing in the morning have that moment of of calm, that moment of meditation, that moment of just non-chaos. Because as soon as you turn that phone over, if you're like 90% of us here in America, that's like chaos in a box. So as soon as you turn that phone over and the screen lights up, whatever app you touch first, however your routine is, <laughs> or whatever uh, notes that you have that come up on top of your locked, your locked window, those are the things that are going to grab your attention first thing, and then you're off, and that's it. Your mind is racing, and you're in full-blown work mode. How many times have you sat at the breakfast table with your loved ones, and somebody said, you know, dad or mom or sister or brother or son or, or daughter, put your phone down, look at me, enjoy the time that we have together. Wouldn't that be nice? Especially you can just start with maybe just one day a week or maybe two days a week, and then grow a little bit each time to help train your brain. And then you're gonna find yourself really enjoying that cup of coffee or that cup of tea or that fresh squeezed orange juice or whatever it happens to be. I am gonna promise you this. If you're a sales professional, and I'm not talking about the folks that are in you know, emergency first responders or some type of life-saving you know, world where they have to be there to save someone's life or the, that's not what I'm talking about. I am talking right now to my listeners who are usually sales and marketing professionals. You have chosen this lifestyle for a reason. You like the fact that you're a sales professional and you like some of the freedoms that it affords you. One of the things it should afford you is that extra 15 minutes in the morning, even if it means you've got to get up a little earlier to have that quiet time to get your brain ready to go to work and get it set. 
Now, you all know, and I'm a big proponent of it, if you've done the proper planning, you already have a planning list, which means if you're getting in the car at 9.30 tomorrow because you have an appointment at 11 and you have to drive somewhere, you already have all your post-it notes filled out. You know what, or on your phone, you have your call list. You know what you're going to do during your windshield time. You know the people that you're going to call. You know what the topics are. You have everything already pre-planned, so you have no stress. Relax. Take that 15 minutes in the morning and get your mind into work mode, slow and steady and easy as you wade in to the warm waters of work. Instead of being that frenetic person in the morning that's trying desperately to get out the door because it's now 9.37 and you know with traffic and everything that's going on, you're going to be late for your 11 o'clock and you're just jumping up and down. And of course, that's the morning where, you know, the spouse wants you to take out the garbage or the dog is sick and pukes on the floor or something's going on. If you had that extra 15 minutes in the morning, Think about what that would do for your entire day. And all that is a matter of is getting a better night's sleep and actually doing a little planning prior to going to bed and turning your phone over and not worrying about it until you get into work mode. We are all overworked right now and we're all overstressed. Our, we used to have a you know, nine to five. Wow, what a joke that is now. I don't think there's any sales professional out there that works from nine to five anymore. But we used to have the nine to five used to be the work day and it used to be, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then occasionally we would take off a little early on a Friday, you know, just to beat the traffic because we had a good week or whatever. And now it's, we fly on Sunday to get there to the place that we need to be. So we're gone all day Sunday from our family. We get in a hotel Sunday night. We get almost no sleep. We have an eight o'clock Monday morning meeting with a client. We turn around and have to do all of our own paperwork now. Everything is, is just hurry up and wait. We're like a pack meal. You got to carry your laptop, your iPad, your phone, your notepad, all the other stuff that you have with you. So you have to carry all that with you like a pack mule. And then you have to make four sales calls that day, get back to the hotel on Monday night, get into work, stay into work mode, and get all of your CRM updated and all the parts and pieces, planning for the next day, looking at all of the meetings that you have scheduled. Again, just 100% sole sourcing it all. You may have a sales support team somewhere, but they may be in a different time zone. They may not be uh, a direct administrative assistant. So sales professionals are definitely not working nine to five. These are you know, 60, 70 hour jobs during the week sometimes. And don't get me started about having to work on the weekends because it never fails that there's a at least five or six weekends a year where you have to end up doing a trade show or the boss calls a special retreat meeting and everybody has to converge on a certain place. Uh, that's just, just the way of, of the lifestyle that we've chosen. And what is it that, that brings us, that draws us to this is because we're fed by whatever that ego is that gets us to the point where a customer decides we are the right solution and they write that purchase order to us. That's, that is exactly what that is, that ego driven. So don't be uh, caught up in the fact is, well, I can't take 15 minutes off in the morning because that's just crazy. That's 15 minutes. I could be talking to another customer. No, it's not. 
Get up 15 minutes earlier if you have to. Go to bed 15 minutes earlier if you have to. And if you get better sleep, if you're actually getting five or six hours of sleep instead of eight and you're actually getting better quality sleep, now I know there's going to be people out there that are going to write to me on Twitter. I'm not suggesting that you can live on five hours of sleep every night. I'm just saying is that during the course of your regular routine, that extra 15 minutes is not going to hurt you. It's going to help you in a big way. You're up, you're moving around, you're getting some light therapy, you have that first cup of coffee or juice or tea in the morning, you let your, your mind and your body and your soul start to work together, you turn over your phone and then let the chaos pursue, right? Then it's just like, there you go. You're chasing that, you're chasing that uh, brass ring immediately. So it's okay. Take that first few minutes. So when I say kickstart your day, I actually should have renamed the episode. I should have said something about maybe instead of rise and shine and kickstart your day, I should probably call it prepare for bed and get your planning done. <laughs> because a lot of it sounds like it's still I'm still in the planning mode the night before. But it is really it is really getting your day started the right way because once you have your day kickstarted. Now I will also tell you there are a ton of schools on this. One person will say, "Oh, I just have a cup of coffee and I'm out the door." One person says, "Well, I can't go without having some type of food or protein, or should I skip breakfast, or do I do I eat breakfast? Do I take time?" None of that matters to me. I don't care whatever your routine is. But whatever it is, you need to take the time to actually enjoy it so that it turns out to be a part of a positive routine for you. So it's something that you look forward to. But if, if sitting at the breakfast table and wolfing down a bowl of cereal while you're trying to answer emails, that's probably not the best way to affect not only your digestion, but also your mental health and the things that are going on in your life. So my suggestion is, Get your day started with that, that first 15 or 20 minutes that you can in the morning with a little bit of calming factor where you're awake and moving around and your day is started. Then turn over the phone and get into the chaos of the day. But also, I want you to take that extra hour at night. So remember, it's like rise and shine, kickstart your day, but also wind your day down the right way. If the last thing you do before you lay your head on the pillow is take that email that might have bad news in it or might be a trouble or might be a problem that needs to be solved, you might find yourself worrying about that and not able to get to sleep. If you take that last few minutes of the day and maybe read a real book, you know, one with pages that you turn like we used to have when I was a kid, you know, those kind of things. Or you know, maybe it's uh, your favorite uh, documentary or TV show. You know, maybe it's a trade journal from your industry so that you can catch up on a little a little bit about your, if you feel like you need to be working, at least it's uh, not staring at that blue screen and keeping those, uh, uh, you know, endorphins and serotonin and all the other things that the sleep therapist will tell you aren't good for you at night. It's letting that all calm down so that you can go to sleep and have a, have a nice restful evening. Then everything in between is could be whatever it, it has to be for your particular workday. Whether it's a commute that you're listening to this uh, podcast, maybe you're listening to this broadcast 
on uh, one of your devices on the on your commute every morning. That's fantastic. Get your day started the right way. Maybe it's some type of positive input because you're listening to a talk radio station or news or something that brings you a positive message for the day. Maybe it's somebody uh, that you know. If you, if you maybe you don't have a commute, maybe it's that when you get to the office you have that uh, extra 15 minutes during the day where you ask three or four colleagues to come in early and then you guys all have a you know a meditation session at work before you you know dive in with both feet maybe all of you get together and just have a a moment of go around the room and say what you're thankful for and what you accomplished this week and what you're planning on accomplishing and some of the things and goals that you're working together on and it doesn't have to be formal and it doesn't have to be you know uh, spiritual or anything like that it could be just as much simple as you know hey Sally good morning uh, do you have five minutes? Sure. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, who you are and what you do and and why. Get that connection a little deeper so that you can be a little bit more collegiate with that colleague and things can, you know, be a little bit better uh, to help ease some of the chaos and the confusion. So when I talk about rise and shine and kickstart your day, I'm talking about that first hour in the morning, that extra 15 minutes, whatever it takes you to get ready whatever your day looks like to get started try and push the outside world away as hard as you can for as long as you can until you have to just jump in with both feet and get it done because that morning if you if you can you should keep those sacred as much as you can maybe that's a time when you spend time with your spouse or your significant other maybe that's the time that you get to spend with your family your children or a sibling or someone else Maybe that's the time where you just take that extra 15 minutes and meet an old friend for a cup of coffee uh, on the way to work one morning. Or maybe you make that a habit of every Tuesday, you know, you, you find somebody else to meet for a coffee for 15 or 20 minutes just to check in and see how they're doing. That's the chaos that I'm talking about uh, keeping at the door. Because if think about how hard it would be to not check your phone for the first hour that you're up, meaning you would rise and shine, get ready, walk out the door, get in your car, drive to a coffee shop, and have a 15 to 20 minute coffee with an old friend on Tuesday before you ever look at your phone and answer your emails. Wow, what a day that would be. So you start your day on such a positive, positive note. Well, I know it's gonna be tough, and I know that the information that I've given you this week is not going to be uh, well received by everybody because there's a million and one excuses. But I'm going to tell you, I, I stand here as a testimony for you. I have gone from a person who used to sleep with my phone on my nightstand to now my phone is in a different room and my mornings are a whole lot better. I had absolutely no idea what that first 15 or 20 minutes in the morning could be like because I was always that guy that was running to get to the next meeting, late to get out the door, rushing. My entire day was set, the tone of my entire day was set by the first 15 minutes. And it's still true. It's still true. But the tone now of my day is peaceful and calm. Things start a whole lot easier. I ease into my day 
at many days I don't even pick up my phone till I'm walking out the door now because I realized just through doing it for the last three years that the world is not on fire. It's a perception. I work in a sales organization and I say to people all the time, no one's going to die because their solar didn't get installed today. And no one's going to die because their solar isn't working today. Those are the things that I am not in a super critical uh, sales profession where I'm not selling nuclear weapons and I'm not selling backup generation that if it doesn't come on that people are going to die. So I have realized over the last three years that I can get away with that extra 15 minutes in the morning of calm, have my first cup of coffee, relax a little bit, have a conversation with my spouse, spend some time before I have to jump in the car, get on a conference call, do all the things that are necessary to, to continue the lifestyle that I'm used to. However, I'm going to tell you, it wasn't easy, but I will tell you it's been worth it every single step of the way. So here we are, another, end of another half hour together. Thank you so much for listening and thanks for being a listener to Sales with Sully. You know how much I love uh, when you get on Twitter at Sales with Sully. Give me your feedback. Tell me I'm full of it. Tell me you love it. Tell me you hate it. I'm not trying to make everybody happy, but I definitely love the fact that you are listening. <laughs> that makes that makes my entire day every time I see that feedback. So keep those cards and letters coming, as they say, but in this form, in this case, it's in the form of Twitter. So let me know how you're liking things uh, when we talk about. Reach me uh, on Twitter at Sales with Sully. You can always find me on LinkedIn. I'm not difficult to find and friend me on Facebook. So until next time, Sales with Sully here, and you guys have a fantastic day and keep selling. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.